Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it very much. I'm Tim Anderson, the appraiser's advocate. We're talking real estate appraisal, and we call this episode USPAP and Pending Contracts. We're about to discover a secret that some people are going to think is profound and others won't. That's up to you to decide. We're going to talk about Standards Rule 1-5, especially as it relates to sales agreements, options, listings, purchase and sale agreements, and prior sales. Believe it or not, this solitary Standards Rule is important. Please stay tuned to find out why. Now, I'm going to read all of Standard Rule 1-5. It's not very long. Here's what it says, quote, When the value opinion to be developed is market value, an appraiser must, if such information is available to the appraiser in the normal course of business, analyze all agreements of sale, options, and listings of the subject property, current as of the effective date of the appraisal, and analyze all sales of the subject property that occurred within the three years prior to the effective date of the appraisal. Now, what is it we need to remember about this particular standard rule? This standard rule applies only when we're appraising to the standard of market value. Therefore, value in use, insurable value, assessed value, stuff like that. This does not apply. Again, it applies solely when we're appraising to the standard of market value. To apply standard rule 1-5 when the standard is not market value is to show an unfamiliarity with USPAP's requirements. Believe me, you don't want to do that. But this is not the secret. What does to analyze mean in a USPAP context? Both standard rule 1-5a and b start with the word analyze. USPAP does not have a definition for to analyze or analysis. Therefore, we're going to read a couple out of dictionaries. This lack of a USPAP definition means the ASB does not see the infinitive to analyze in any different light for USPAP than for any other business or business-related purpose. Here's one definition from Oxford Languages. Quote, to examine methodically and in detail the constitution of something, especially information, typically for the purposes of explanation and interpretation. Unquote. Here is another one from Dictionary.com. Quote, to examine carefully and in detail so as to identify causes, key factors, possible results, etc. Unquote. These definitions mean that we have to analyze these data, not merely list the recent sales, etc. of the subject on the reporting form. Rather, it means to deconstruct them into their components, to understand them, and use them to create information. There are two models for the analyses that are part of an appraisal. We appraisers use both of them. The first one is the definition of market value, the standard Fannie Mae default definition. The second is USPAP's components of highest and best use in standard rule 1-3. We don't have time to go into these two models, so please do your research so you have a checklist to follow so you understand what these two models teach us about analysis. And what's the benefit to you of going to all this time and trouble? 
When all these analyses are present in the work file, you followed standard rule 1-4 and 1-5. But this is not the secret we're talking about. As part of your understanding of 1-5, in standard rule 1-4, consider the use of the word all. In relevant part, it reads... In developing a real property appraisal, an appraiser must collect, verify, and analyze all information necessary for credible assignment results. To analyze all the information means there's no selection bias, there's no confirmation bias, and that is going to go a long way to protecting us from what's going on in real estate appraisal right now. So, in addition to using the above models, the use of the word all gives us an ancillary analytic model. We collect, verify, and analyze all data necessary for credible assignment results. If you want to know, this is specifically lines 517 through 519 in USPAP, but we haven't gotten to that secret yet. Stay tuned. Now, standard rule 1-4 is short. We just read it. The part on the sales comparison approach is also short. This is what it says. When a sales comparison approach is necessary for credible assignment results, an appraiser must analyze such comparable sales data as are available to indicate a value conclusion. It needs be no longer than this since it refers to all the comparable sales, all the listings, all the contracts, etc. to arrive, what? At credible assignment results. We're not limited to searching our own files. We're not limited to MLS. We're not limited to courthouse data. We're not limited to Zillow data. We use all of the information necessary to arrive at credible assignment results. Then, we don't merely list these. We analyze them as per the above definitions. We use these analyses to form the value conclusion, a credible value conclusion. We use these analyses to include or exclude sales. Merely to state in the report, quote, the current contract on the subject appears to be arm's length is just that a statement. It's not the result of analyses. Analyses requires the appraiser to verify the data in the purchase and sale agreement as the appraiser would verify the data of any other comparable sale. We use the market value model. We use the highest and best use analytical model. Now, we're getting close to the secret, but we're not there yet. Stop and think. Why is the current purchase and sale agreement on the subject possibly the best sales comp I have? We're getting there. Hold on. In Standard Rule 1-5b, this is a direct quote. Analyze all sales of the subject property within the last three years prior to the effective date of the appraisal. Unquote. The sale or contract for sale and purchase may be your best comp. If currently under contract, the difference between what it sold for then and what it's selling for now could indicate change in value over time. If currently under contract, the difference between then and its contract price now may indicate the contributory value of any capital improvements. If nothing else, this analysis gives you another data point to consider as you conclude market trends.
So Standards Rule 1-5 is important. Its analytics are the foundation of Standards Rule 1-6, the Reconciliation Standards Rule. Its analytics are an important component of the appraiser's conclusions of market area trends. Complying with it gives the appraiser another data point, another data point on market area trends, another data point on future analyses of the neighborhood, another data point giving the appraiser an even richer source of data for future appraisals. Now, we're about to discover the secret. USPAP says appraisers must analyze comparable sales and listings. We have just seen this. Now we're going to learn why these analyses are important, and they are. This is from the Fannie Mae Selling Guide, specifically Section B4-1.3-08. It's called Comparable Sales. It carries the insertion date of March 2, 2022, and it's under the subheading Minimum Number of Comparable Sales. Quote, the subject property can be used as a fourth comparable sale or as supporting data if it was previously closed. Contract offerings and contract listings can be used as supporting data, unquote. And that's the profound secret. Or maybe it isn't so profound at all. You analyze the subject's contract for sale and purchase. Via those analyses, you concluded it was arm's length. By those analyses, you concluded it met the definition of market value. As soon as it closes escrow, you're going to be able to use it as a comparable sale. So, why not use it as a pending comparable sale right now? USPAP says nothing about the comps you use since their choice, their analyses, their exclusion is your responsibility. USPAP requires you to analyze the pending sale. So, why don't you put these analyses to proper use? Fannie Mae encourages you to use the pending sales as supporting data. If the pending contract is arm's length, is there a better comp for the subject than the subject itself? Now you know the secret. USPAP gets all excited about appraisers analyzing the subject's last sale, its current listing, or its current contract price. And now you know why. Now you know the secret. It may be the best comp you have. I'm Tim Anderson, the Appraiser's Advocate. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I appreciate it. If I can ever be of help to you, if I can ever be of service to you, please contact me, Tim, at theappraisersadvocate.com. It will be a pleasure to know you and an honor to work with you. Until then, my best to you and your family. And let me ask one question in closing. Are your professional fees high enough?